super Ben Fostering goal. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I have had one of the best Easter weekends of my life. It's the best football game I've ever been to. Genuinely, you couldn't write that no, script no. any better than what that happened that day. No. The second we got to the stadium, right? I don't honestly don't think I've seen anything like that before. I kind of saw you putting your hands on your head. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit given a penalty. This isn't a normal penalty. The way that he put the ball down, I'm almost at this point 99% sure he's putting it either down the middle or to my right. Football, genuinely, you will never feel a better yeah. feeling. I've never experienced anything like it. It was just like goosebumps moment. Rob uh, McElhenney came into the changing room. He walked in, he goes, I need to give you a kiss on the lips. And I'm just buzzing my tits up here. I don't think you will have a better moment being the owner of a football club Ever. than what you've just nah, watched there. Yeah, and you there. can't beat that. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Super Ben Fostering Goal! Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I have had one of the best Easter weekends of my life, excluding Good Friday, because that don't count. We got pumped 3-1. What I do want to talk about, though, is uh, the game that we played on Easter Monday at home at the Racecourse Ground against Notts County in what was billed, lads, as the biggest non-league game in history. How mad is that? It is mad, and it is now after the best non-league game in history. It is hereby known as... Seba, we've got Seba on, on making his podcast debut. Hello, making hello, his podcast debut. Seba is one of the lads, one of the team, works behind the scenes most of the time. He has got a face for behind the scenes, to be fair. And that's <laughs> oh, why I'm, like, I'm only joking. Yeah. I'm only joking. <laughs> we love Seb, but Seb was fully, fully enthralled and like I you was. were into this game, weren't yeah. you? You were watching at home. So yep. this is why we've got Seb on today, and we're going to get Tom on in a bit as well. Um, because it's we've got all the angles covered here, by the way. We've got Seba, who was watching it at home on the television on BT. Yep. We've got Tom, who was at the game watching it and you've got me who was actually playing the game um so yeah we feel like we've got like a three-pronged attack all right we're going for it so anyway i want to get into the game um some of these games lads by the way when they are big ones yeah when they're billed and they're you know they're hyped up they're ramped up they don't always live up to the expectation do they this game delivered on absolutely everything how good was the atmosphere tom I, I can't it's the best football game i've ever been to genuinely it is the best football game i've ever been to Comfortably, really, Com- and I've been Blues Cup final promotions, yep. Man United Cup final, Premier League games all over the place. Yeah, do you know what? I I owe the non-league and the lower leagues a huge, huge apology because I've always been Premier League boy or Championship with Wolves, and 
I just had no idea it was like, don't get me wrong, not every game's like that. Yeah, for sure. But the everything, the community, the fans, the lower league football, it's 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 where it's at. Seb, and I, my eyes have been turned onto it. I love this. Seb, talk to me about what it was like for the viewer watching it on telly at home. Did yeah. that like ring through, did it? Well, I think the big thing was the, the build-up. Like, I've never seen anything like it before. Like, it felt like a Premier League game. Yeah. I mean, the Arsenal-Liverpool uh, game was the day before, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And it was still bigger than that. It felt like everyone really? was talking about it. It was insane. Absolutely insane. On Twitter, on the social media, the numbers were just insane. I think, I think, I, I, I don't think I actually, I don't think I understood the grab. I knew that obviously it's a massive game for us because I know it's a top of the table clash and it's, they want to beat us because they want to get on a level power with us. We obviously want to pull ahead. Um, but I, I didn't, I don't think I actually understood what it meant to the wider world. I didn't think there'd be that many people too interested well, in it. Was it was televised, Ben. It was, it was on BT Sport and everyone was watching it. The noise, yeah. right, when we got to the stadium, lads, yeah? All right, so I arrived at the stadium. You came for me in the car, didn't you, Tom? I got to the stadium about uh, about one o'clock-ish, didn't we? Just before yeah. one o'clock. And the second we got to the stadium, right, I could just hear noise everywhere. Like, fans were singing early doors, yeah, genuinely. So when mm. you go into the stadium, when I go into the stadium, I go into the changing rooms, I'm with the lads. And from about, from about half past one onwards... All I could hear was fans singing because it's oh, nice. where the, our room must be so close to the actual pitch, right? That all I can hear is fans singing, and it was ridiculous the noise. And I'm mm. looking around at our team, and I've we've got we've got a fairly youngish team, and I'm thinking, I hope this don't get in their heads. I really do. I hope it don't get in their heads because they've done so well this season. They've been incredible, and even the games I've played with them, they have just been like they, it, nothing seems to phase them. They just go and mm. attack it and have a nice time. And I thought, I hope they haven't been reading too much into this game and I hope it doesn't affect them pressure-wise. Um, but it wasn't the case. The first half, so I don't know about you guys, the first half, um, it was kind of, it was a bit of an edgy affair, wasn't yeah. it? It was, a, it was a cagey one. Yeah. Teams testing each other out. But the second half, lads, fuck. Well, the first half, the tension, I don't know if you got it from, this is a good question. Do you feel the tension when you're a player because it was it was unbearable. Like everyone was just on the edge of their seats. I don't, I don't feel the tension like that. All I see is the players being a bit tense. I don't feel the actual tension of what the match means. I can see that there's players that the tension has affected them. And I just want to, I want to, I've had it all from my career where I just want to shake them and go, just play football the way that you're best at playing football because you're a wicked footballer. So don't let this affect you. Do you know what I mean? But when you're out on the pitch, it's so hard to do because you've just got to leave them to it. Yeah. And what about you, Sebby? So like when you so tell us who you watched it with at home and stuff and how was your nerves before the game? <laughs> well, it was funny because I was at home on my own. So I was on, well, actually I wasn't home. My girlfriend was hung over at the time in the other room. Shock. Having a nice yeah. time. Becky. Yeah, mm -mm, Becky. Um, and mm -mm. I was literally like, I'm going to watch this game. She's like, oh, what are you watching? I was like, oh, well, Ben's playing. I'm like, oh yeah, cheers. Thanks for keeping up with me. Um, but the craziest thing was like, everyone I knew was watching it. Yeah. Like, even if you weren't a Wrexham fan or you've never watched non-league, like all my mates, all my family, my dad, who's like a massive Leicester fan, um, never watches anything other than Leicester, was watching it. Yeah. Just everyone I knew. So, I, but I watched on my own. Um, but that first half was like, it was really weird because Notts County and Wrexham just play so differently. Yeah, complete opposite, just isn't it? So yeah. like you just didn't know what was going to happen. This is why. So this is weird. why I think the game was so good. I yeah. honestly do. I think this is the two team style of play. Like they are so opposite each other. It's ridiculous, but yeah. it makes for the most interesting and the yeah. most intriguing game of football 
possible because they play such a high line. I've never seen a team play such a high line I, as that before. I, it was ridiculous. It was outrageous. Like at one point, you were going, you're going to score seven today. Yeah. But it just didn't happen. They were so good at keeping that high line, yeah. but all together, you know, all they together. Were. They were. And there were a lot of things that, like, so... In that first half then, okay, Seb, you're watching at home and you know all the offsides that were given. Yeah. Were they all offside? Yeah. All of them? It was, genuinely. It was so annoying to watch because it, I think I think there was six offside calls and I would say five of them confidently I could say. Were, were offside, on, yeah. Were, no, no, were onside. Oh, you are joking. Really? I think the ref in the first half was... Like, the Lionel oh, got them wrong yeah. then? 100%. See, we can't see this. So from where we are, right? I'm uh, for me as a goalie. I'm I pull understand. A, I'm pulling my hair out. I'm going, yeah. oh my god, lads! They're playing a high line. You haven't got to no. be offside. You can you can literally leave it another second, and you'd still be far and away. You, if you've got a run on a defence that's a high line, you're in. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So we're we're all fuming no, basically. It, it, was, it was really odd, and I think it was like the replays. Even the commentators were like quiet about it because they were like, that's, that's Mate, I'll tell you yeah. what though. Genuinely, that was the thing that was getting the crowd tense. Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone was like getting, oh my God. And it, like, even to the point where it was so high, it was the halfway line. Crazy. Right? And right. I was, because Paul Mullen was just relentless. And yeah. it, it, what I love about him, he doesn't let it bother him. I know. He just goes and goes and goes again. But it was one point where I was going, like thinking to myself, why don't you just start your run in your own half? Because even curve your run. Curve your curve, run a bit. In, but in your yeah. own half, because you can't be offside in your own half, no, can for you? Sure, yeah. And it was so high, I was like, it's two yards difference. Yeah. So it was it was bonkers. This is what I'm saying. The pace that we've got, even Oli Palmer is fast. When yeah. he gets yeah. going, he's fast. Yeah. Insane. Paul Mullin is rapid. So you can almost run along the back line and mm. then curve your thing because you've got a head of steams and you'd still get in there. Um let's take it back a little bit though. Yeah. I want to talk about the, the prep for the game, my prep for the game. And this is why I think I didn't sort of have time to really read into this game too much you know I, I never really do anyway to be perfectly honest I, don't get me wrong I'll be aware of who we're playing and I'm aware of the threats all that kind of stuff um, but once I finish training on a Friday afternoon I will not think about the game until it kicks off on a 3pm the next day it's mm. as simple as that well yeah? you had a Friday game which was obviously a bad a bad result away at Halifax yeah which, so good Friday we played away at Halifax we got beat 3-1 and that a was just horrible performance one of those games but, yes. but when you're in a 46 game season in a competitive league and you've lost two games all season, you're just going to get one. For sure. You're, you're going to get it. And it was one of those days where it was just, it was just one of Everybody those days. Everybody just looked a bit tired. It's, it is was what it, it is. Was it one of them scenarios that when you lost that, it was just like, right, forget about it. We've got a game on Monday. We need to focus you on have now. To. Yeah, you, just you have go, to. Yeah, you have to, Seb. Just forget about it. You have to, Seb. You have to do exactly that, right? So I am I th personally, I think I'm incredible at doing this. Yeah, I mm -hmm. will just, it's like, I won't even think about it until the game actually kicks off the next game. I won't think about it whatsoever. So the Sunday, um, the day before the game, um, Tom, you actually came down to the hotel we were staying at my brother came down as well and um they were going to come to the game so i said to him listen why don't we play um why don't we play a bit of golf yeah so come down the hotel i'm staying at has got some lovely golf courses we can, we can play nine hours of golf yeah not you know nothing too taxing we got a buggy so i played nine hours of golf got a buggy had a little like wander around the course and that um and then it was masters it was masters sunday so we all then we just literally went into the bedroom didn't we all of us we just like got a nice little like sweetie bit whatever put the golf on and that was us until we actually we actually conked out at about 11 ish didn't we yeah, we got to about 11 yeah just chatting watching it was so good honestly we got a bit of room amazing. service it was just beautiful for it. it was lovely um then woke up monday morning um uh, had some breakfast room service breakfast again and then and that was it it was just like head to the game but even then i'm not thinking about the game i don't think about it too much i'm not on twitter i'm not on instagram i'm not looking at anything not reading into it um but it i've got to admit it wasn't until the game kicked off that i thought yeah this is proper this, this yeah is i want to hear about phil this. parkinson team talk and that ben like in 
in my head, and this might be my age with like old manager stuff, I envisage a manager shouting, come on, lads, yeah. we've got this um, big game. What what was Phil's approach so, and how did it go down? Yeah, so Phil's approach was, um, it was very sensible to be perfectly honest with you. So obviously three days prior, we'd lost on the Friday to Halifax, away at Halifax, and it wasn't a, a, a Wrexham performance. It really wasn't. It was just low energy, low intensity. And in all honesty, Halifax, they just wanted it more than us. And that's the most disappointing part, right? And that's what all he said, basically. He said, listen, last Friday, he says, that's not even you. That's unrecognisable. That's not you. Um, he says, today is about strapping it back on again and just doing it properly. Do you know what I mean? You have to be giving it absolutely hell for leather today because there's going to be 10 and a half thousand fans in this stadium and they are going to want to see you give everything you've got the owners are here the world is watching the television crew are here bt sports all that you need to be putting on a show today lads and this is a bit here like i say where i thought i'm thinking we've got some younger players like i hope this doesn't affect them a little bit i really do i hope it doesn't affect them uh, so that was a team talk and everybody was just like yeah damn right you know we need to we need to basically say sorry to our fans that came to wrexham because we took four and a half thousand mm. fans you know it was bonkers wasn't it you came to that game as well ridiculous the fans were out I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll put it out there i'll put it out there i think the wrexham fans the 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 they are i've never heard noise like it no. I've never heard a noise like it. That away fans at Halifax were ridiculous. The home fans on sun, on Monday were ridiculous. The atmosphere that they build up, Seba, is just yeah. like I don't honestly don't think I've seen anything like that before. I think we were, we were talking earlier about how sometimes I think we forget it's non-league. Yeah, like fifth tier of football in any other country. No, no there is you're, you're getting a few hundred. You're, you're, getting, you're amateur. You you you're part. Well, you're getting 50, 50 people coming like to watch. Four fifty and people. thousand away away fans. fans yeah, we had, a, we had another sell out ten and a half thousand. Yeah. We we've got one stand missing, and we're still yeah. selling out at ten and a half thousand fans. Yeah. Tickets were an absolute nightmare to get hold of. Honestly, an absolute nightmare to get hold of. So yeah, like I say, the the game kicked off and. Um, we, we we knew it was a big deal. We did. We just yeah. we could all feel that it was a big deal. And I think the first half played a little bit like that, to be fair. It was a bit of an edgy affair. There weren't too many chances. Obviously, we're keeping on trying to break that high line and get people in behind. And it nearly happened a few times. There were a couple of ones where the goalie, like the goalkeeper, Sam Slocum for, for Notts County. He had a really good he, game. He has, he's a good goalie, mate, proper goalie. And he has to play a real high line. He's a proper yeah. sweeper keeper, yeah? And he has to be on his toes because he knows that that high line, if they exploit it, so ball's over the top, he has to try and run out and snuff out all the time there were a couple ones where it was like 50-50 weren't it yeah. and he's just managed to timed get there timed it really well timed it really well but we knew it was close we knew we were close to scoring a goal and then they get a free kick into uh, injury time in the first half and it's John Bostock and I know John Bostock's got quality you, back in the day he got a move I used to be at Tottenham Palace yeah. that sort of thing so I know he's a quality player um, so when I see him about to take this free kick I'm thinking oh this is like for a free kick taker, for somebody who's actually quite good at it, so if this was James Ward-Prowse, for yeah. example, the fact that it was about 26, 27 yards out, it's about the perfect distance, yeah? Mm -hmm. You don't want it any closer than that because you're going to struggle to get it up and over the wall. You don't want it too far away because it, it just gets a bit more difficult. It was quite literally about the most perfect distance, and I thought, oh, I don't like And do you know what? This. In the stand, it was, you knew it was coming. Yeah. Like, genuinely, the timing of it, I just knew it was going to go in. Really? I just knew it. And everyone around me was a bit like that as well. Yeah. And it was like, it led to half time and it was a bit like... Oh, it was a sucker punch. Shit. Yeah. It was a proper punch but in the gut. it was like shit. Yeah, it was a punch in the gut, right? And it... 
Uh, me personally, I was just like, oh, come on, don't do that. But basically, one of the last kicks of the first half. Yeah. It was it was, it was was gutting. And to go in at half time like that is never a nice feeling, mate, because you've done, like I say, 46, seven minutes of everybody giving it a go and you're on level terms. And then for that to happen, it's just a bit like, oh, God's sake, here we go. Um, so this is where it comes to all the senior players, the manager, the assistant manager, all them to try and pick the players up and be like, lads, you've been really good that first half, yeah? Don't worry about that goal going in. You don't need to think about that you did really well a goal's coming it's as simple as that is that what the gaffer said at half time yeah literally that so it was calm stay calm it will come type yeah exactly that stay calm just keep doing what you're doing and it will come it's as simple as that we've been so close on so many occasions and one of the things he said as well was that so on the Friday game against Halifax, we went in 1-0 up at halftime, right we went in Mm. 1-0 up at halftime and we were playing well we were on top we knew we were the better team Yet they came out and beat us 3-1 at full time. So the second Mm. half, they scored three goals, beat us 3-1. And so he said, lads, you were quite literally in the opposite of this position on Friday. You went in 1-0 and you lost 3-1. So there's nothing to say you can't get in here 1-0 down and go out and win this game. You can do it. It's as simple as that. As a senior player at half time in that scenario, like what, what are you doing? Because obviously the manager's giving his team talk and stuff for this 15 minutes, right? Yeah. So in terms of what are you doing with the younger players and stuff like that? Yeah, I, that's a good good question because that's exactly what I have to do is yeah. go around those young players. So um, I'll be just patting people on the back basically going, well yeah. done, you keep going, brilliant. brilliant. I'll, I'll try and remember a few things they might have done well in that first half and go, you remember when you did that? That was class, mate. Just keep doing that. That's wicked. Like, do you know what I mean? All the, I'll just keep going around the whole team. It could be Paul Mullen. I'll be saying the same yeah. thing. Mate, you're going to get in in a minute. That one a minute ago when the goalie just got there. Next time that's dropping to you mate that's drop- uh, so that's all we do and all the senior players will always do that anyway mm. um so yeah that's how for, that's how halftime team talk went what did um sorry, sorry ben what did you sebi what were you doing at halftime making a brew what, what's the halftime routine i got a sandwich what okay. sandwich I did. And? I got, it was um oh no it's what gonna be really he loves well, a little how can bit. you say oh it was, no it's the sandwich because well, you bagel. know what it's gonna be go on it, it was, was a bagel smoked salmon and cream cheese is that your go-to? Wow. It was it was fantastic. Your posh you are. Yeah. Well, you know. Seb's coming to the game soon, but he wants to sit in the director's box. He's yeah. Prawn yeah, sandwiches. I have, I have yeah. requested that, by the way. That's, that's quite important. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Second half um, kicked off. Are we swapping out? Are we swapping yeah. out, Seb, we'll, at this we'll point? Swap. So, so we'll swapping out. Second half. Second half. We've got a new... We've got new guest for the second half. Tom Norris. Super well Tom Norris. Well done, Seb. Seb, for, for your debut. Yeah. I thought yeah. you absolutely smashed Cheers, that. Well done. Thank you. Proud of you. you really, really good. First cap in the post. my God, you've got some sweaty hands on, mate. I'm always, nervous. I'm always sweaty, yeah. You know? <laughs> um, this is a crossover. <laughs> well done, Seb. Nat, you broke next. your virginity uh, really, really gently there. I reckon I reckon a lot of our viewers will recognise this guy. This guy's a bit of a um, podcast legend anyway. Get in he? the comments oh, if you know Tom Norris. Super Tom Norris. Right, Super Tom Norris. Um... Yeah, give me, uh, give me. No, you started that then. Didn't yeah, you? I, I wanted to ask because I was watching it on my phone. Um, just I was fascinated, okay. and I saw I had the privilege maybe of, of seeing social media and seeing what other people were saying as well yeah. about the match. So I didn't get to see the full first half, but then I got a lot of people saying, obviously you don't, you're not going to um, badmouth any teammates, but for the free kick, were you disappointed about the wall maybe not jumping? Would that uh, made much of a difference? Or no, we don't. We don't try and we don't want. I don't really want them to jump anyway. I don't like my walls jumping because all the comments were basically saying, "Why didn't they jump?" Why didn't they Because of one underneath. No, I don't. I'm not worried about that necessarily so much. But I want them to. I, I expect them to sort of go up on their tiptoes almost. Mm, yeah. yeah, I want them to go up on their tiptoes. It was a good free kick. It, it was. Yeah. I yeah, think yeah. even if they even if they jump, they're probably not going to get it. To be fair to him, yeah. he's a good free kick taker. And we we watched some clips. 
um, the day before. Them as well, yeah, we, we watched some clips, and he, he is. He, you can tell he's a bit of a cultured footballer. So, like I say, as soon as he stood up, I thought. I don't like the look of this. Yeah. I really don't like the look added, of this. Add, it's narrative, isn't it? Yeah, add it's perfect. Narrative. It's literally yeah. perfect. Like, so I'll, I'll come on to it in a bit, but we, we after the game, we, we were saying you couldn't write that no. script no. any better than what that happened that day. No. You really couldn't write it any better. So, so, so second half, okay. So let's talk about the second half because this is for me where this game just came alive. Like it came alive. Like it, you wouldn't believe. It was, did you, the most important thing was an early goal. Yeah, for sure. Early goal in the second half, just the crowd went up, up. And it was, the tension was not gone, but it just put everyone at ease. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I think as players as well, it puts everybody at ease because as soon as you get back onto a level footing, you're like, this game's in the balance again. But if we want to go for this, we can win this game. And I think that's at, it's at that moment where we went, no, we're going to go and win this game. And we went on the front foot and we just kept doing what we we're doing and we were getting a bit more success. And then p- people start believing a bit more then as well. Yeah, not, not just to echo what you guys were saying earlier, though, like in that kind of game, it wouldn't be out of the question just to kind of hoof the ball and hope. No. Both teams yeah. just playing football, lovely, passing it? it around, passing Mate, from the back. I've got to, I've got to say, not County, right? They, they would be oh, at home playing that style of football in anywhere in the football league. Pyramid, I promise you, they could play League One Championship, two, League Two. Honestly, even with with like five, three or four minutes to go, we had, we put the ball in their corner by their corner flag, and they still in, they didn't they'll never boot it. It's not what they do. They don't play that style of football. They won't boot it. They got out playing this lovely little intricate yeah. triangles, got it back to the goalkeeper, mm-hmm. and went out the other side. And I'm watching, thinking. That's that's not national league. That's that's like Premier League Championship Even level. Even Prem teams would, would have just hoofed no it. No chance. Yeah, I've, all, the, all the Prem teams I played in would hoof that. <laughs> yeah. You are hoofing the life and, out and of that. If we, we're kind of two, three weeks in advance here, but if Notts County don't go up yeah. via the playoffs, which if they don't finish first, I hope they do go up. Yeah, for sure. Right? Me too. They are a really good football team. The fans were brilliant. Incredible. And you'd feel so sorry for them if they didn't go up. Oh, Nozzle, wouldn't you? Would. Yeah, definitely. I mean, as I said, the quality of play, it was, I was so impressed and like, it's, it's, it's such a good advert for the league. But yeah, as I said, teams that you said previously you played for, they wouldn't be doing that at no that time. No chance. With such high stakes. It's yeah. still just cool, calm, But even, even when they would get corners, they'd get getting corners with minutes to go. And they, they would still not just put it in the box. They're, they're playing it short and doing what they do. They play a style of football and they stick to it religiously. So yeah, so anyway, so like I said, one all equalised, everybody's back level, boom, we're on a level foot in here, lads. We can go and do this, right? Um, then we go and get the second goal. 20 minutes to go, the second goal goes in. And I remember it going in, looking at the clock thinking, we can hold 20 minutes. Who scored the second? Was it Jacob Mendy? Yeah, Jacob he... Mendy. Incredible yeah, finish. Fantastic. Yeah. He, he, had, he, he was my man of the Paul Mullen. Paul Mullen. Yeah, Mullen's pass. Paul Mullen was just a joke, by the way. Yeah. His pass. He set up two or three chances yeah. where he was been so unselfish, didn't he? Oh, and he yeah. just laid it off nicely. Yeah. And it, oh, it's so just, I always thought yeah, he's kind of striker, you know, just head down nah, shoots. Mate, no, 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 Calmness. No, 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 no. Super calm. So lays a ball across for Jacob Mendy. Fantastic finish. 20 minutes to go. Come on, lads. We can hold on. We can. We can hold on. 20 minutes. And then the goal that we conceded, my God. Yeah. In between that, I had a couple little bits and bobs to do, a couple saves to make, because obviously Notts County are going to go on the front What about foot. your hairy moment when you ch- tried to clip it to the fullback? <laughs> yeah, I, I blame the pitch for this. Yeah, it's a little bit bit bobbly, all at right? At point, I went, honestly, I went, I, I don't know what people around me thought. I went, for fuck's sake, Ben. And Stop I, messing about. Like We were sat there with, with, with Kate and I went, he always says, they can't score from Rosette. And I was like thinking, Jesus Christ, I sound like his dad or something. It could, it could have been a very different story, couldn't it? If, oh, yeah. If that 
Oh, if that woman got in, that <laughs> would have been egg on your face moment. Mouth. That would have been horrible. Thankfully, it came to nothing. Sorry for mentioning that. No, it's fine, man. I don't mind. <laughs> this is it's a good news podcast. Yeah, this is this is football for you. It don't always go according to plan, does it? Um, so yeah, they they then their goal that they scored. It was such a poor goal to concede as well because it was it was such a basic cross, but just not picking up at the back post. Free header. He took from, it well. Yeah, he took it really well. Put it back across me. I tried to cover my near post. He put it back over there. Um, it was a good finish, to be fair to him. But that's a really, it's a sucker punch again. It's like, yeah. come on, lads, you should know better than to just leave him on Mark to the back post. So two all. And then um, again, Paul Mullen, just sort of calm. Yeah, I thought he definitely was going to shoot. Oh, little, little pass. Exactly that. At, so calm. He could have just lashed at it and smacked it. Goalkeeper had a great position, but laid it off to Elliot Lee, and so it is a fantastic and, finish. Four goals and four games for Elliot Lee. Lee. Yeah, oh, mate, what oh, a player, by the way. Class. Honestly, what a player in midfield for our level. He is just he's he's head and shoulders above any but, of the midfielders. What about in the, the centre half turning into absolute fucking prime Palais? Though? I know, yeah, <laughs> like taking. I know. Uh, who was there? He passed was it O'Connell? He passed oh, it himself, Owen. The, yeah. the ball over the yeah. top. He played his own Who pass and ran onto it. Yeah, Owen. Yeah, Owen. Yeah. What a fucking piece of play! It that was is. incredible. Jimmy Grimble. Like, yeah. I think, yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, like genuinely in the stand. People were like expecting him to be offside. Like, who's he passing it to? Himself. And nobody ran. And I think even he stopped for a split second and then went. I'll just keep going then. Mad, Ran yeah. onto it. It was uh, not enough has been said about this. To be fair, that I'm was gonna, unbelievable. I'm going to buzz off him on Thursday when I and see him. Do you know him. what Honestly, he said to me after the game? We, we um, he walked past him. We said hello and that, and he went. Tell your mate I'll never have to buy a pint a pint in Cork ever again. Oh, that's big. That is, <laughs> and I was like, what a legend. What a legend. What a thing. But these moments, just every all these little moments of memories and stuff will just were amazing. Know, it, was, yeah. it felt it just felt like one of those games where you just like it, you know, when the game just gets taken away, it's just narrative and it's just it's something that's gonna happen. Something, There's yeah. no way it was gonna end for you all. It couldn't end no, for you. No, the yeah. energy with it, it just it wasn't. I'm and then the penalty, you. yeah. There had to be something more, there had to be something oh, special. Have, yeah, it didn't, yeah, it felt like it, I didn't want it to be. I was like, no, 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 no penalty. Well, well, when geez. the penalty got given, so um, it's obviously with three to what now, and we're talking, we're in deep into injury time, and, and Notts County fair play to them, they are just knocking on the door, knocking yeah. on the door. They're literally just passing it about twenty-five yards outside of my goal and they're just passing it around just looking for a little opening a little trying to play these little through balls and to be fair the lads in front were just incredible like blocking everything tackling everything clearing slashing all that and then they put a ball into the box and um big owen's gone to sort of block it but he's left his arm up yeah. in the air and to be fair to him even owen said it was probably a penalty it was probably it, a looked, penalty. it, it looked like yeah. it in the stand yeah but there was a delay and no one knew what was going on and then I kind of saw you putting your hands on your head. Yeah. And I was like, looked at the ref, and he pointed, and I was like, oh, shit. He's given a penno. And it, the a crowd penno. didn't realise, everyone was going, what's going on? Is it a penalty? Is it? Yeah. And it was a penalty. Well, now it's so used to VAR, you just kind of felt like, oh, shit, no, it's no VAR. Yeah, they they yeah, wouldn't yeah, have seen yeah. it, it'll be fine. Yeah. And no, yeah. they did see it. What was it like watching the telly then at this moment in time? Is everybody time. like buzzing off it at this moment? Yeah, like? it's buzzing away, but then it's just like, it's so tense. And they're like, it's weird having invested interest with you being in goal as well, because you never really, I don't know, you're not always constantly thinking about the goalkeeper. Yeah, like, I want sure, you to do yeah. well. So it's every cross, I'm like, just grab it. <laughs> then, just get older. Then you're rinsing away. And, oh, and it's not long left. They can just get it out there. And suddenly it's like, oh, no. And then yeah. just. I was just like, oh no. So, so we were around the referee and we were all like, ref, come on. I, I What are you th saying to what, what? I think I even said to him, I felt, felt, felt a bit bad for it afterwards, actually. I said, ref, I know it's on telly, but it's not about you. No, oh, you didn't. Yeah, no, you I didn't. think I did. I know it's on telly, but it's not about you, ref, all right? And I'm, I'm thinking, oh, don't say that. <laughs> did he say anything him. to you back? No, he was just like, Ben, 
Ben, it's a penalty. I, I let it play for 10 seconds. So once a handball happened, he carried on play for about 10 seconds and then he blew his whistle. And he said, no, I let it play. I had to think about it, but it's handball, right? And fair I went, play to him. Uh, yeah, fair, and it was a massive decision. To make that decision Ooh. at that moment in time, in that last minute of yeah. that game, of such a big game, takes massive, massive cojones. And he, he, to be fair to him, he stood up to it and he owned it and it was handball. Even, like I say, even Owen said... Yeah, it was probably handball. It'll be good if he said, also, it's also on Disney, Ben. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little <laughs> big time Prem player. What a scumbag. Oh, no, I'm sorry. What I'm sorry. a scumbag. I didn't swear at him, at least. I just said, yeah. breath, come on. But you got, I was so gutted for the lads, honestly. Like at this moment in time, I'm, as a goalie and a penalty gets given, I'm, I, there's no pressure on me. Honestly, there's no pressure attached to me whatsoever. However, for the striker, phew, this mm. is a... This is this takes yeah. oh, this is a massive pressurized moment. Seriously pressurized moment. He knows that if he scores this goal, Notts County has still got a chance. They've got a chance of winning the league. It's they're as simple the, as that. Are they in the box seat? It, were they? They'd uh, no, have been so three points ahead. With, but we've got a game, a game in, in hand. hand, so it'd have been a massive problem oh, for us. And they had a slightly better goal difference. But the the confidence they'd have got from this would have been huge. They would have been it, so a last minute goal like that to nick a draw is like a win basically yeah. you're away at your rivals and you nick a last minute you it's almost like you come off that pitch buzzing so hard their fans are buzzing so hard they would take that momentum into the next four games that they've got for the rest of the season it's massive honestly so yeah penalty gets given um and do you know what like do you know what i remember thinking so so i, I need to talk about the the way that we sort of analyze penalties so we're, we've always got like uh, an analysis sheet of which which way players are most likely to go um and there's a there's a an, an, an analysis uh, uh Wrexham called kyle and he looks at all their penalties and he will do basically a very quick like chart of the players names that might take the penalty and it will say right left center right whatever it is right and for for this player in particular he had in to go to my right okay um, which is actually the way that he went. Um, so I'm, uh, you know, when it comes to these sort of moments, I think 96th minute, yeah, analysis goes out the window, lads. It has to go out the window because this isn't a normal pen penalty. It's not. It's, it's, this is where you, your inner kind of like, do you know Instinct. what I mean? Instinct just will take over and you do whatever comes most comfy and most natural to you. And, there's a massive stat out there with penalties that most of the time in pressure penalties, they either go down the middle or they go to the goalkeeper's right. Yeah. Because it's the easier kick to kick, right? If, if they're right footers. If they're right footers. Is that because they're kind of in it to the goal and then basically on the, on the inside of their foot? It's, it's curling away from yeah, the goalie as well. It's, it's a safer bet, right? Yeah, it's a safer bet. It's an easier kick to execute, right? So that's a stat. So that's always in my head forever. Every penalty for the last 20 years, that's always in my head. Um, but the way that he put the ball down and then his body position when he stood and was waiting to take the penalty, I thought, there's no way you can put this to my left. There is just no way. Your body is too closed off. Do you know what I mean? His yeah. body is too tight to the ball that if he's going to try and put it that way to my left, he has to open his hip up almost and open his foot up and in the 96th minute, you don't want that pressure. No. You want to put but your foot did, through it. He even readjusted it, didn't exactly he? Exactly like, oh, that. Oh, so the wind blew the ball <laughs> yeah. off the spot. Yeah. So the so again, probably something you couldn't pick up on television, right? It was blowing a gale, Tom. Mm. It was blowing such a gale, right? And it was horrible. And the ball got blown off the spot. So it looked like he was about to go and take it. 
and then he had to just walk oh, up, grab the ball. Happens. Yeah, he had to grab the ball and put it back on the but, spot but again. That, went in, that, that would have been horrible. For that him, gets in yeah. your head. Even that gets in your head. Like, so at this point, the the crowd were beside themselves. Oh, beside the groan. When, yeah. Did you hear the groan? Yeah. When he replaced it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on the replays, you can hear it go. Oh. Um, so yeah, he's re, he's respotted it, and I'm thinking. Wow, this is yeah. Oh, I can think he's he's feeling the pressure. He surely got to be feeling the pressure here. Are you in your head thinking how big a moment this is, or are you just in the moment and it's? Or what do you know how? No, important? you don't think of anything do you, like that. Do you that. not think if I save this, it's going to be fucking? Oh, I am the gosh, boy. No. I'm no the chance. boy. <laughs> no chance. I want I want to save it for the for the lads on the on the pitch, and I know that we we will get three points. That's all I I think. But I don't think about you. Don't have time, or you don't think about anything else other than. Oh, I hope I can save it to out the lads out so we've got a win. Do you know what I mean? Because it would have felt like a loss to us. It yeah. would have. If they had scored that goal, it would have felt like a loss. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm almost at this point 99% sure he's putting it either down the middle or to my right. And what I agree with the goalie coaches before the games, I say to him, listen, when they get a penalty, I'll look at you and he's got the sheet in front of him, like the cheat sheet almost. And he will either give me a right hand for, for my right, a left hand for my left or... That, like basically arm down the middle, he's going to go down the middle, right? And I didn't even look at him. Honestly, I didn't even look at him, right? Um, That's his bonus retracted. Yeah, no, no. But as a goalie, you have to sometimes just go with your instincts. Do you know what I mean? You have to read the situation, analyse it a little bit. And that's exactly what it was. And I was like, nah, he's either going to put it down the middle or to my right. And I just thought, I just hope he don't go down the middle because no goalie wants to just stand in the middle, right? You just don't. Well, didn't you say as well that the GoPro had a bearing in That's where the GoPro was as well. The GoPro was in that right corner. And I don't know whether it's what, I don't know what it is, but I kind of thought, I wonder if he'd just want to put it on the GoPro. Oh! Hit it that side. So you, okay, so you thought psychologically, would he want to stick wanna, it GoPro side? I'm not saying if he, but it might be just something to aim at. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I don't like having anything in my goal, really, like a towel or a bottle or anything like that, because I just think it feels sometimes it might be something for them to aim Target, at, yeah. especially from a penalty. God, yeah. So I thought, yeah, everything added up. I'm going to my right. It's as simple as that. So he took a bit of a slow run up, right, where I think he was just looking at me. He was looking at if I made the first move or something. I thought, nah, mate, I'm just going to wait for you to get your head down so you can't see me anymore. And then I'm going full pout to my left, my right-hand side. Simple as that. So, um, yeah, as soon as he put his head down and he's taking that final kick, um, just pushed off with everything I've got to my oh, right-hand oh, side. God. Um, and as I'm diving, I'm thinking he's going that way. He is going that way. Oh my gosh. And then you just pray that he don't put it high. Because if he puts it high, he can, he'll score. It's it a, was a great pen as yeah. well. It was a really good penalty. He, got, he, he slapped it. He gave it good pace. It's, it's in the corner. It was not it's an easy in save. The corner. That is one of those penalties where it's not a penalty missed. It's a penalty no. save. Yeah, it's a penalty save for I sure. Don't it's not a bad penalty. fucking inflate your ego anymore, but it was a fucking oh, It's a good save. save, save. It's a good save. It was hat. a brilliant save. So this is how I saved it then, yeah. So I've got I've, I've saved it with my right hand, um, but my top hand because I'm just I'm just jumping full spread. I'm lean. I'm t I'm jumping full spread because in the back of my head as well, I'm thinking maybe he might put it high, so I might have to go with my top hand and make a bit of a top hand. So I basically dive with two arms like straight out. Um, and as I've saved it with my right hand, my left hand's come over the top and sort of swatted it yeah, away again. Yeah. So it was like two-handed save sort of thing, which I was buzzing with. Double soon, save. It was double yeah, save. But yeah, double <laughs> save, yeah. So as soon as I've sort of swatted it away and I see that it bounces that way out and I think, well, that's about to go out for a corner, 
I, I don't celebrate saves. I never do. I never celebrate a penalty save, no matter what it is, right? But I have also never saved the penalty in the 96th minute. I've <laughs> never done this before, right? Never, ever, ever. Especially when we've such sort of magnitude attached to it as well and what it means to the team and the supporters and the fans in the stadium. And I couldn't help myself but give a little punch. Like, Well, a, I did notice that... Uh, I, I didn't notice that, but I did notice the players coming up to you and you were batting them off. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Were you saying like... What will tell us what you oh, were saying? Basically, so yeah, I had a little moment where I punched the, and I remember even doing it and punching the air and going get in there and thinking, don't do that, you dickhead, don't do that. I mean, it's understandable. No, but I know, but I shouldn't nah, do it. Though. Nah, I shouldn't. Mate. No, yes, no, no, because they've got they've got a corner now. Yeah, I know, but yeah, yeah but they've if, got a corner. If they scored that, yeah, you'd look like a yeah, mark. they've yeah. got a corner now. So <laughs> the lads are jumping on me, but Notts County do everything fast, everything, whether it's a throw in, a free kick, a quick free kick, it could be no matter what it is, a corner especially, they'll do it quick because they know that they've got seconds left. So they're going to be putting that ball in within seconds, right? And then that last free kick they had, there must have been about 10 seconds left from that moment. The penalty, the, the free kick, from, sorry. From the, from the corner. Yeah. Corner, sorry. Yeah, from yeah. the corner, they must have had 10 seconds left. And that was the only corner they did where they put it direct into the box, right? It's the only one they did all game long. And they put it in, we headed it clear. Um, no, it got flicked. It, yeah, sorry, it got and flicked then on. My fucking heart was yeah. in my mouth. So it got flicked on. I think it was Elliot Lee next to me here. He's headed it back off the line, and then it's headed. Somebody's headed it again, and it's come to Paul Mullen, who's flicked it on the edge of the box to flick oh it away. And that's when the full time whistle went. And as soon as that full time whistle went, like, oh my god, that like you must. We must have had a thirty second period there from saving the penalty to the full time whistle, where football genuinely you will never feel a better yeah. feeling ever, ever, ever in the history of your playing career. I promise you, you'll never have two better feelings in your in a 30-second period than that right there. It was just like goosebumps moment. Phenomenal it was, wasn't it? What did it you was... do at final whistle, Nas? I was just, it's like the, you know, the end of the Truman Show where they're just clapping and going, men. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, I was buzzing. I was just couldn't believe it. I was like, you can't, you couldn't, like you said, you couldn't write it the no, way it was. No, you couldn't, could you? And it's just having, yeah, I was just, I was absolutely buzzing. It's such a story and as I said, it's such a good advert for the league. But yeah, it is a good I, advert. I, yeah. I've just never experienced anything like it. Genuinely, and I mean this, there were people around me and there were people going mad. There were people crying. Yeah, crying. It, 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 people, was, yeah. it was just bonkers. I've never experienced anything like it. And it was like, I walked down like the steps to kind of go towards the front to see more and like random people were hugging me and hugging each other. And it was just like... It's so nice how you can get lost for those few minutes, yeah. isn't it? Like, like said, everybody just gets lost. It doesn't matter who you are, you're getting hugged by yeah. some random. It's I, just... I will never be in that position. Never have been, never will be. I don't know how. I can't comprehend how your feeling yeah. will trump mine. Yeah. Because for me... It was the best. I, I didn't take the fucking penalty. Yeah. But I, I, that was the absolute euphoria. As soon as the full-time whistle went, that was it. The lads were just like... I didn't even know what to do, to be honest with you. I didn't know what to do because I just had everybody grabbing me and hugging me and squeezing me in my arm. My head was like down here. <laughs> Don't injure him. People yeah. are just on me. Like Mark, Chomp, Mark. Mark um, Came and like proper rugby tackled, tackled me, like grabbed me on the floor. And I'm just like rolling around going, oh my God. He said, I fucking love you, didn't yeah, he? I love you, I love you. <laughs> I but, I've only known you two weeks. So. <laughs> do you know what was really nice though, right? So on the pitch, like all the, um, all the groundsmen were on the pitch straight away, like trying to repair and stuff like that. And we're all celebrating in that. But the groundsmen, they're all like old boys. They've, they've probably all been working there for 30, 40 years or something. And they, they, they were there when I was there 18 years ago when I first signed for Wrexham. And for them... 
it must mean so much to see that. Do you know what I mean? Because Wrexham have been in the Football League now for, sorry, out of the Football League for 15 years. So for them, that must have been a massive, massive moment. So I remember going around every one of them and they were just, I could see how happy they were. And I was like, get in there. Like, you give every one of the groundsmen a hug because they're the ones that have probably been through mo- more than most. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. All of the staff, like you go to a big club and, you know, you've got, multiple 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 people in the media team etc etc so i kind of uh, left my bag in the media office and and went to go and get it after the game first person i saw was amy the videographer and i've met her twice yeah and we are hugging yeah right tom runs the tiktok and like i've gone i've seen him and he's just come and give me a massive bear hug and it like everybody is just everybody associated with the club is a massive rex yeah yeah yeah, and you can see how much it means to him but then you get so much more from people when they're so fully invested honestly though it it just it just meant so much to every single person but i'd argue as well like a lot of people now rex and probably is their second club as well yeah a lot of people massively the joy like you know feeling watching it and being like this come on like buzzing i'm sure like a load of people in the country were absolutely and all in different countries as yeah. well absolutely buzzing with it one thing I want to ask you because I've never seen you do this so this was at the start of the match right and I did think he's fucking fired up for this one is as you walked out towards your goal you like cheered up the crowd yeah, you yeah, whipped yeah. up the crowd yeah, good. before the game <laughs> yeah. right? I never do that you did a, I, well, did a mullen yeah. You, yeah. yeah you did and yeah. I, I said to Kate Never seen him do that before. No, He's I've never done that before. I was banged Why? Up Why? Fair, just yeah. emotion took over. Yeah, I think it just took over because, like, the the fans behind that goal are outrageous, yeah. mate. They are outrageous, and if you give them any excuse to get any louder, they will love it. They are all over it. Honestly, they will they will sing their hearts out, and that's all they ever do. They just go absolutely wild for ninety minutes every single game. So I was like, nah, this this means something proper. This, and I remember doing it, and they just it lifted it, it again. Did. You could hear the roar. Lifted it again. And I was thinking, oh, yeah, this is proper. This is this gives you goosebumps. That oh, kind of mate. Stuff does. So, so, right. At what point did you encounter Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds after the match? So, I had to do media quickly straight away. Me and Paul Mullen on the pitch for BT Sports, doing a few interviews and that. Um, and then went into the change rooms, and all the lads were in the change room. So I walked in, and everybody straight away like round of applause. Fuzzy, hi, you're the man, and everybody's hugging again, and all that kind of. It was lovely. Uh, so we're all just sort of sat there, just basically just everyone's a bit tired and a bit worn out like probably sort of emotionally more than you know energy wise sort of thing everybody was just zapped um so we're all just like recounting funny things and you remember we did this you remember you remember that and it's like it's nice it's it's class it's so it's so nice um and then people start filtering off people might have to go and do an ice bath or a bit of stretching or physio and stuff so there was probably about half a dozen people in the changing rooms and I was just sat there and I remember looking at my phone, it was just blowing up on it. I mean, blowing up sort of thing. WhatsApp messages, like there were 70 of them or something like that. I had, I had like messages on Instagram, Twitter, like, like I've never seen before. Um, and I had so many messages of people who like, I haven't spoke to an age and I was saying, oh, that's so nice. Like really, and Sean Dyche texting me, for yeah. example. Oh, Malky Mackay used to be like, I was at Watford with people I haven't spoke to for a long, long time, just messaging saying, Fozzie, that was incredible, mate. Buzzing for you, well done. Aaron Ramsdale, like, Mambo, um, that made Aaron. me smile. There was so many, mate. Mika Richards putting posts on, everybody. Oh, yeah, it was so, lovely. so nice. Rambo so. called the save, didn't he? Yeah, he called Of course it, yeah. he did, GK <laughs> Union. Of course he did, Rambo. Um, so yeah, it was, it was lovely to be fair. So yeah, like I said, it was about probably half an hour out of the full-time whistle. And then Rob uh, McElhenney came into the changing rooms and he walked in, he goes, 
And he just looks straight at me over there and he goes, I, no, I need to give you a kiss on the lips. And I'm just buzzing my tits up here. I'm just like laughing my head off. And he quite literally grabs my cheeks and goes, Mwah, plants the biggest kiss and like holds it. I'm like, get off. Like, and he's like, he's fully kissing my mouth. Right? And I'm just like laughing my head off kind of thing. And he was like, that was incredible. And like, he is genuinely, he's, he's amped. Pumped. Like he is pumped. Like you wouldn't believe like, that was incredible. And I went, I went, honestly, I don't think you will have a better moment being the owner of a football club ever. than what you've just nice. watched there. And you then. can't beat that. I don't think you'll ever have a better moment. No. Honestly, I said, that is, that's as good as it gets, mate. I Honestly, that is as good as it gets. Imagine if he sells it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, sound. I'll just sell it then, sound. Um, but yeah, so he, he was in the change rooms for 10, 15 minutes with all the lads. They were coming in and out and he was doing the same thing to everybody, basically, just hugging the life out of them, um, just buzzing off it, just buzzing off so, so much. Um, and then, so I went and got showered then and then I went and went out. Um, and as I'm walking out of the change room, Ryan Reynolds was walking in, same thing. He was just like, Fuzzy, and he just and he's just like, oh, and he's just like grips you so hard, and he's hugging you, and like he just buries his head in my chest for a minute. Yeah, like he's just nuzzles. so happy, nuzzles, and he's just like, oh, but it's so you can see how much it means to both of them, and they're just ah, oh, they're just so they were so so happy, so overjoyed at it. But I think it's not until you actually do it and you look back at it, and you think that was a massive result, you know? Oh yeah, ah, oh, wasn't it? I, I I don't I don't give it as much sort of value during the game or maybe for the few hours afterwards. It's probably good. Yeah, it's probably good you don't. Um, but I yeah, don't, you yeah. don't think about it too much. But then like sitting here today, a day afterwards, you go, that's a massive result. It transcends <laughs> football because like everyone's in the documentary. Yeah. You were, we were at Wrexham all those years ago. 18 years and ago. And actually 18 to, years ago to that date. To that date. Which is to that insane. date, you won the LDV fans yeah. with, uh, vans with Wrexham. Yeah. But it, it does transcend football because they've been out the league for 15 years a long now. time. Yeah. And like we live down the road from Coventry, right? Yeah. And like if Coventry got back in the Premier League oh, or yeah. Wrexham, go, yeah. like what it does to the city yeah, yeah, massive, and the yeah. town with yeah. Wrexham is, is, is massive. The community, we, we, yeah. we, we spoke about it earlier, didn't we? Because we, we, we did a podcast with Nick Pope in Newcastle and it, it's the same sort of thing. If you live in Newcastle, you're a Newcastle fan. If yeah. you live in Wrexham, you're a Wrexham fan. It's yeah. as simple as that. You won't see any other football shirt around Wrexham than a Wrexham shirt. Or in LA. You won't. <laughs> yeah, Honestly, yeah, yeah I know, yeah. Mate, the amount of Canadian fans we get over and American fans that we get over, by the way, that come to our games, phenomenal. Um, but yeah, my phone after the game was just, oh, I've never seen anything like it. Honestly, I've never seen anything like it. It was on fire. I am getting messages like I've never had messages. Like I say, I must have had just whatsapps alone probably 150 individual whatsapps that you have to go and get back to oh thank you so much thank <laughs> but, you but so this much this is what i mean about the, the game being so big yeah and you played in the fucking premier league for 15 years this was nas- 20 years. national league yeah on a on a monday afternoon everyone was watching it that many people if you were watching won the it. fa cup with watford you probably wouldn't have got as many messages no chance you. nowhere is, near that i insane. promise you yeah. so so it's four you, games to the end of the season you haven't even finished the season exactly that it's and it was, it was that big and people know how much it meant to everybody um yes yeah, like some of the dms i'm getting i think i'm like Blake Lively is like <laughs> Ryan Reynolds' wife tagging me in like, like Instagram posts and stuff like that. But so that I was a scratch your eyes moment. Yeah, so I've got like my daughter, my like my my nieces, my like my, some of the my, like the the girl parts of the family are like, oh my god, Blake Lively's messaging you. And I'm like, oh no, how cool is this? This is pretty yeah, sick. Yeah, isn't my it? wife yeah. was buzzing over that as yeah, well. Yeah, it's yeah. nice, isn't it? But yeah. like that, they're all involved. Like, do you know what I mean? For for her, she's in it as much as Ryan and Rob of yeah. what they're into and, it. And everyone, like you said, Tom, it's like association.
passion, isn't it? Like we've got a vested interest, but then our partners, like, you know, my mum, you know, Kazza, don't yeah. you? Bless her. So yeah, like my mum, for example, anyone associated with you, like it's got a vested interest, like your Mrs. Tom, my missus, all family, like, you know, my mum, you've known my mum for years. Ben. Kaza. And yeah, Kazza's ringing me going absolutely berserk. She listened to it on the radio. She has BT Sport. <laughs> Classic. It's mum thing to do, isn't it? But just everyone's just completely buzzing. And like, I got I got home and like I was traveling home and like just texting people and stuff like that. And I texted you that night and like got home, had something to eat, and then it kind of dawns on you at the moment. And I text you. I hope you don't mind, but no, we're, it's we're, nice, mate. We're gonna, it's lovely, pop, yeah. we're gonna pop it on screen now. And yeah. I was like, I'm so fucking proud of yeah. you. And, yeah, it's nice, and, like, that, yeah. And you said to me, we'll put it on screen now. That it's so authentic. You were like, I'm not sure I've felt anything like that. Yeah, yeah. It's true though, mate. It means it, it's just how like, it means so much to him. I think. I think. Um, if you if you go to a Wrexham game, you will instantly become a Wrexham fan. It's yeah. as simple as that because of how much it means to them and how much they give it. Um, yeah, I've never felt anything like that, honestly. For a for a for a non for a non league team, Jeez. it's just <laughs> it just bonkers. blows my mind. It really, really does. They but, they you, they warm to like what's the word? You they they warm no they. I don't know. They 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 show you love, basically. Yeah, they do that. They show you so much love, and you feel the love from everybody. It's it's such a lovely club. But four games left. Yep, four big games left, lads. Mm. Four big games left now. And if anything, every one of them has to be treated like it was on Monday, because we seen on the Friday before what can happen in this yep. league. We got turned over away at Halifax. We can't let that happen again. We need to go out and just bash every single game now. Four more big ones to come. Yeah, we've got, so it's Barnet away, yep. Yeovil at home, Boreham Wood at home, Torquay away, away, final yeah. game of the final season. Final game of the season. Hopefully it don't come down to that. We've already won the first three games. If we win the first three, we've won it. We've won the league. It's as simple as that. Torquay goes to the amusements, 2P machines. There you go. Break. Boom. Yeah. We can have like a proper away days. That would be a proper away days. Um, but I know we spoke a lot about Wrexham. Big shout out to Notts County as well because yeah. Yeah, they are a fantastic football club. The way that the football they played, the fans were fantastic as well. Yeah. And just, Absolutely just, fantastic. Also, just a, a big one. Thank you. Everyone in the media team at Wrexham They're proper, have been brilliant they? with this. Beat yeah i've been bt ben tell us about them so yeah bt they they're basically allowed us to use a bit of footage yeah use a bit of footage content they're happy to send us footage aren't they there's a guy that's been sending you like behind the goal shots of of stuff for the for the match day vlogs um they've basically bent over backwards to help us and accommodate us so things like that is is what makes you go yeah this is this is proper enjoyable football this is isn't it where there's not where there's not the big wigs involved that go no you can't do that because it's against the rules or there's this yeah, getting yeah, involved yeah. and copyright and this and that they they just want it out it's there. The way it should be. This is yeah. the way it should be. I totally agree. Um, lads, that was class. I'm buzzing. I've got a nice warm feeling inside me now. I've got another day off tomorrow. Um, I'm back in on Thursday to see the lads uh, bring on Barnet on Saturday. Well done, Nozza. Well done, Nozza. Well done, Fozza. Nozza, Fozza. Right, of the Fozcast, you legends. Of the Fozcast. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We hope you enjoyed the latest episode of the Fozcast. Don't forget to give us a follow on Spotify. Up the Fozcasts.